This podcast is sponsored by Capital Blue Cross. For more than 80 years, Capital Blue Cross has offered products and services that provide peace of mind and promote good health. For every age and stage of life, Capital Blue Cross is here for you. For more information, visit CapitalBlueCross.com. Carrie, every 40 seconds, someone has a stroke in this country, and every four minutes, someone dies from a stroke. That's right, and that's why it is so important to be fast. And this is Chick to Chick. Carrie, we talked about a couple of statistics there. We talked about the fact that every 40 seconds, someone has a stroke. We talked about the fact that every four minutes, someone dies of a stroke. But something that we didn't talk about, and ladies, you really need to pay attention to this, of those deaths, 60% are women. 60% of these stroke-related deaths are women. When, ladies, you really need to pay attention and you really need to take care of your health. Yeah, and what you also really need to pay attention to is the signs and symptoms. And I said at the top of this, be fast. I wasn't just telling you to be quick. I'm actually giving you an acronym. So it stands for balance, eyes, face, arm, and speech. Meaning, are you off balance? Are your eyes drooping? Is your face drooping? Or maybe your eyes are even blurry. Is your arm, maybe you have a hand that's sort of crunched up and is your speech completely off? And oftentimes it's other people looking at you, recognizing it before you even know it's happening. Yeah, a lot of people have strokes and they don't even realize. I remember this story that this newscaster was actually on the air and she started talking and her speech was all mumbled and it wasn't making any sense. And it was her coworkers who noticed that she was having a stroke. They took action and they got her help immediately. So sometimes people don't even realize that this is happening to them, which brings us to our guest today, Donna Reed. Uh, Donna, thank you so much for joining us. Donna, you actually had a stroke. Can you tell us what happened to you and when this happened? I was in my office working in my computer and all of a sudden I dropped my pen and I went to pick it up and I said, wow, my hands feel heavy. I didn't know what, to, you know, felt weird. And then I turned and said to someone and I said, I went to say a word and it was, it makes sense. And I went, went with my mouth like that. I'm like, and all of a sudden I just went like this. I just stood there. That's all I did. Wow. And so it was your coworker <laughs> who noticed all of this and, and acted. What happened next? Well, there was a man sitting there. We were chatting and he thought, what just happened? He said, and I, I just stood there like this. And so they called um, a friend of mine that works in, in Merrill Lynch. She's an EMT. So she came over to find out, you know, she knew what to, to say and find out what was going on. And she just asked me questions and all I could say is yes, or I don't know. That's all I could say. Huh. And you really didn't even really understand what was going on. This happened, you said about seven years ago. Did you have any signs, any symptoms, any family history? They say that the number one cause of stroke is high blood pressure. Did you have any of this in your background, any family history? Um, they've been, the only thing that they were doing was checking me for my cardio, 
carotid arteries all the time. And they knew I had stress. But other than that, nothing else, not even blood pressure, anything. So I didn't think any, there was no issues at that point. I know stress was the big problem with me, with stress. But essentially, you weren't feeling anything off or anything on. It basically just kind of hit you. And so after, thank goodness you had people around you who were noticing, you know, exactly. what was going on. And, you know, they do say the fastest that you can get this taken care of, the quicker you can do it. I think it's like 40 minutes, right? Um, is Correct. a huge paramount, but still, um, have you had difficulties? What's going on moving forward and recovering? Well, I, I, <laughs> I have what's called aphasia now, and my speech, um, I say the wrong words all the time. Um, instead of like pro pronouns, like I'll say he and she, or the wrong, you know, I say the wrong person, or I'll say uh, a, a word that is wrong, and, and I, people look at me and I say, what did you just say? Because I, I just didn't know what was going on. You know, well, I thought it said right, but it, it wasn't. So from then, um, I found um, my speech therapist helped me so much to get to get some of my words come back to work, I guess, back together again a little bit. Um, when I talk too fast, that was is part of my problem because I have to think about what I have to say each time. Um, if I talk really fast, I'll say all kinds of words that doesn't make sense. So I have to be very careful what I have to say. I had nothing else besides my arms, legs, or anything was wrong. It's just my, my speech. So that's called aphasia is what it is. Hmm. Uh, and I know you were, uh, you were in the financial world um, when Correct. this happened. Have you been able to work since this happened? I cannot. I cannot work at all in the uh, disability right now. Because of it, I can't write things down properly. I mean, I can write things down, I should say. But if you, if I, if I have it written in front of me, I can do it. If I can't, I don't. I can't use it. Um, numbers can be. I do it on the phone if I can write it down. But if it's on my on the on the phone, it's hard for me to write things down for other people. It's difficult sometimes. So as an example, if you give me uh, your, your phone number, let's say, I have to say number by number to write it down. I can't, I won't understand what you're saying if you don't. It's not like other people go slowly. What would you do differently knowing what you know now and how this happened? And, you know, like what advice do you impart to other women, um, you know, who are in their early 50s or even earlier to really kind of be careful that this doesn't happen or try it for it not to happen for them? Well, stress should be the first thing. Um, I had so much stress in my life. I think that was part of it. I mean, do your, I exercise I did before. Um, I did uh, my, my, I eat properly, that kind of stuff, vitamins, all kinds of stuff. But I mean, I did everything I was supposed to do it, except that with my stress, that was part of it. So 
I, I don't know what else to tell people, but stress will, will kill you. That's all I can say. Yeah, you know, I, I get, had that conversation recently with someone. I don't think people realize that stress can make you sick. Um, and when you're in a very stressful situation, you got to get this under control. I, you know, Donna, this is so unfortunate this happened to you, but you're so lucky um, that uh, your coworkers were there and that somebody was there to help you and to recognize what was going on. You know, as we mentioned um, at the beginning of this podcast, the statistics that uh, every four minutes somebody dies and 60% of those deaths are women. And um, again, it's, it's a blessing that you were able to survive this. What is your message to other women? What do you want other women to know? Well, the best thing I would like to say is a lot of people that have aphasia like I do, people don't understand how I, how I handle things properly. Um, they don't understand that how I feel, I get upset, um, the way I write properly, all kinds of stuff. Your friends, your, your friends that you're, you're different. That's all I can say. And you feel you're just a little bit different anymore. And I don't, they don't want to call or call me anymore because of it. I mean, it just sounds like it has really been um, quite a struggle you, you look good. And I think that that's the misperception with people is you look right. good and you look fine. And you just sound like you're a little tentative and in, in your speaking and taking a little time, but I appreciate you being so vulnerable in how you're explaining it to us because it makes me appreciate it more. And I hope that anyone listening who has been a good friend to you um, is going to continue to do so, or those others may just pick up the phone because they'll understand a little more. And thank you for your message to the other women out there listening. You're welcome. You know, Carrie, I think uh, Donna brought up something that's so important that although you can't see that she's suffering on the outside, she is suffering on the inside and she needs her friends. She needs support from her friends. She needs support from her family. And I think that is an important message for anyone who has gone through this, that stroke survivors need to continue to communicate to build up their speech. Yeah, whatever their deficit is, hers happens to be her speech. So making sure that she's still having conversations with people. And I know during COVID, that is very difficult to keep that up. But um, I find her message inspiring. She's still here, which is great. Yep. And I think it was great that she showed us another side of having a stroke and this sort of invisible state, so to speak, that goes along with it. So I, I think it was great that she was on. And, you know, we really appreciate it when you tune in to us. And we look forward to seeing you again when we chirp about another topic.